Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. This um, this episode's going to be a doozy, I promise you now. This episode's going to be a good one. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is my ho- my co-host, Josh Fisher. Hey everybody. I was almost going to say he was my host, um, but that would be weird, so... Because well, he, does, he doesn't take over my body, like a thing. That would be hard to do, considering that you are on the other side of the country. <laughs> also that I'm human and you're human, but I guess you just wear my, this is going to get weird. So I'm going to stop. Um, guys, if you're new to the show, that was a weird intro. Secondly, uh, we are a internet streaming platform review and discussion podcast. We watch two shows in their entirety and then we discuss them and give them our grade, give them a grade. Um, also some of the shows we talk about have heavy themes. If that's something that you're not into, or if it has a theme that you don't really want to talk about or hear about, there's your warning. Also, we spoil the crap out of them. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, briefly, we do have a website that you can find any website that you have or place that you have, you listen to podcasts. We're probably on that and you can find that on all queued up. Dot com. Sorry, allcuteuppodcast.com. I apologize. Allcuteuppodcast.com. So go there, check it out. We have other uh, fun little things like Josh and I occasionally write or do little videos of um, reviews for other shows that we don't have in the podcast. Um, plus, you can see all past episodes and yada, yada, yada. It's a great thing. So go to allcuteuppodcast.com. I need to get back to doing that. I've just been so busy. Uh, real life has been really busy in the spare time. To allow for that hasn't been plentiful, but I'm hoping to get back to that soon. All right. Um, Guys, this episode, we are talking about two shows that I've been fairly excited to discuss. Uh, The first one is going to be on Agrisuko, which is a Netflix exclusive show. Um, And the second one is Cobra Kai, which is a YouTube Red exclusive show. Um. So, uh, you know, we're just going to get right into Agrisuko. Uh, Josh, why don't you go ahead and read or tell a small synopsis for the show? No well, opinion. No opinion added. <laughs> no. What am I, an asshole? I mean. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, sometimes, but still. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, Agrisuko, um, which is also known as Aggressive Retsuko. Uh, centers around Retsko. She is an anthropomorphic red panda. She's 25 years old and single and works in the accounting department of a Japanese trading firm. Uh, obviously, it's set in Japan. She is facing constant frustration daily from pushy superiors and annoying co-workers. So as a release of stress, she loves to go to these uh, one of these karaoke bars, these private karaoke bars. And she just belts out death metal until her heart's content. 
Um, but after her daily grind, she's been working for five years. Her relationships with her various coworkers are starting to shift. And she slowly begins to open up in ways that can change her life forever, for better or worse. All right. Yeah. Um, so one of the, so one of the biggest reasons that I've been excited to talk about this is occasionally Josh and I will message each other about the shows we're watching. Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I would ask Josh, have you seen this one yet? Because we have a track record on this show of animes not being great. And this is technically an anime. And um, uh, one of the animes that we reviewed, uh, Devil Man Crybaby, turned out to be a uh, big old poop. And we blame Anthony of Mission Star Podcast for that. Well, he is the one who suggested we watch this one as well. That being said, I enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> this is the first anime that I've watched on Netflix that I actually dug. Um, I can't say that it's the first one that I've watched on Netflix that I dug, because the first one that I watched on Netflix that I dug would have been Blame, or Blam, however it's supposed to be pronounced, but that was the one I actually did a write-up on on the blog section of allcuteuppodcast.com. Go to cuteuppodcast.com. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason that I, for me, that I, I enjoyed it because for me, it felt like a, an adult swim show. It felt like it had that quirkiness and, and, uh, what's, what's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, probably not the same one I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> It had a uh, it had a charm to it that I really enjoyed. That where it was like, yeah, we have these Sanrio characters. By the way, all the characters come from Sanrio, the same company that does Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it had all these characters, but they they weren't being they weren't being the overly uh, like cutesy cartoon characters that you know like Hello Kitty to be. And um, they put them in these adult situations where like. Living in everyday life and having to deal with stresses and, and normal problems like Retsuko's constantly being hounded about like you're getting older and you don't have a children or a husband and things like that I thought were really fun and hilarious to kind of implement onto these these style of characters. Um plus I loved the fucking like the whole death metal aspect. That was really cool to me. Um but Josh, what what for you did you not enjoy? Um, the 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 whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I have really really struggled to get through this. Uh, it's not terrible, but it is not for me in any way, form, or fashion. There was one episode I absolutely just wanted to die. Um, by the time it was over, I'm just like, kill me now, just in me, in my suffering. Um, but after that one, it was more tolerable. But for the most part, I didn't enjoy it. <clears throat> because, I don't know, I mean, I get the whole, let's take cutesy Sanrio characters, but put them in, say, like... Oh, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. Let's take Friends, the old hit show from NBC that wasn't that good. Uh, and let's, let's use like real plots, but with cutesy characters. 
<clears throat> and then throw See, the I, death metal twist in there. I just didn't. It just didn't work for me personally. Uh, I think I would probably enjoy it better if it were just a sitcom. Um, See, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna. That's what I literally was about to say. Was that like you could interject real humans or maybe like King King of the Hill style animation to it, and it would be the exact same show. Yeah, yeah. Just any the the show itself, you know, is only unique because you know a she belts out death metal and b she you know the the whole animation style is Sanrio Hello Kitty type animation characters. That's the only thing that makes it unique, but uniqueness doesn't make it good for me. <laughs> uh, as as a standard sitcom, I mean, it'd be average, you know? Uh, nothing have terrible. Seen, have you ever, Josh, have you ever seen uh, an old animation or old cartoon called Happy Tree Friends? I actually enjoy Happy Tree Friends. Okay. Because the I same, like cutesy characters getting mutilated by chainsaws and other dumb but, shenanigans. But the gore fest that is that show was only exemplified because they were cartoon characters or yeah. cutesy characters. I get that, that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that that was, I guess, the same mentality that I had going into this. I mean, don't get me wrong, Josh. I had, was very skeptical going in. I think yeah. maybe my expectations were super low. It's uh, because I was like, oh, Anthony recommended another show. Um, yeah, he's going to have to but, stop that. You heard our argument. You heard our argument on the podcast, right? About how like anime's plots don't necessarily make sense, and I'm just like, yeah, they do. What anime are you watching? <laughs> he admittedly has said he watches a lot of bad anime. I'm like, I think you exclusively watch bad anime because I have seen some damned good anime, and I've seen some damned terrible anime. Uh, yeah, this, same here. This this falls more in the line of not enjoyable to me anime. But it's not as bad as Devilman Crybaby. Um, no, not, not by a long shot. I mean, this, this, at least this had a this had a plot. Like this, this had an actual story. This had an actual progressive plot and story. I just didn't care for the animation style. There um, were there were I think that detracted. Moments. I think that detracted for me. Oh, that's fine. Um, I think a lot of the things that I. I thoroughly enjoyed were um some of the uh, uh more comedic moments like when uh the the bird and the and the gorilla chick were trying to sing death metal um yeah that was funny um their whole aspect their whole angle was really funny the um I, I also really enjoyed how a lot of the uh animals that were chosen for their specific roles were uh in line with the kind of character they were um like uh you know her boss being a fucking giant pig yeah um cuz he was chauvinist as hell so i thought that was like i was like okay and that's one of those examples of like being way too on the nose mm-hmm. um but also at the same time like uh his his like assistant was kind of a bottom bottom feeder animal Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really funny, and unless you knew that kind of animal, you might not have known that. Um, so there's just a lot of little, like, little nuance and stuff like that throughout the show that I really enjoyed. Um, and I, you know, honestly, Josh, I I enjoyed the animation. I enjoyed how the characters looked. 
Like, maybe because I, I, I like that cutesy style a little bit more than I, maybe you do. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of cutesy anime at all. So, that's normally I'm definitely... Not. Like, normally, I, I agree with you. Like, when, when uh, people recommend what are called uh, um, slice-of-life animes, I'm like, uh, uh, not for me. Uh, mainly because I find them to be boring. But uh, this show didn't do that for me. And I think, again, maybe because it was in smaller chunks, more digestible chunks. And it really, dude, I mean, I cannot exempl- I cannot say it enough. It really felt like an adult swim show. I get that. I uh, do. Uh, and I'm not going to, you know, deny that at all. Uh, because, like I said, you know, it's just like it could be any sitcom. Um, you know, it could be in a human setting or it could be in a different animated style, uh, a different animation style. It's just, I guess the main detractor for me was because it was so cutesy. Uh, but it it had a cohesive storyline. Um, well, I guess it, I guess the question, the question, be- you know, begs like. Imagine in your mind it being live action. Would would your opinion have changed slightly on it? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Probably well, that's, not. And that's, and that's what I want to get to is like, was it, the plot not to your liking at all? I think it's more the plot and the overall story that it's telling was just kind of meh. It's there. But it's not stellar. It's not great. It doesn't really grip me. It's like, okay, it's a young working woman in the office setting who's, you know, struggling with the point she's at in her career and her life. Um, It's just been done a lot. And the only thing that really made it stand out was her passion for, you know, karaoke death metal. And that's amusing, but the whole karaoke death metal stuff, when they go and do it, it's the same beats, just with different words every time. I was going to say, that was actually my biggest complaint about the show, was that their A wasn't enough, wasn't enough metal in general. And oh, B, I'll absolutely always say there's never enough metal in general in anything. <laughs> I am a metal head. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, you go, you go to a show like uh, like uh, um, Metalocalypse, mm-hmm. and you know, its its success is almost entirely hinged on the fact that it's a its its metal was phenomenal, and b it had a new song every episode, and that was super fun. This show was like it had maybe two individual metal songs, and I'm talking about music alone that she would just say different lyrics over. Yeah, and, and the yeah, sad and thing it, is, uh, the intro to the song is like a sixty-second little middle riff, and you know how Netflix has skip intro. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would purposely not skip the intro just so I could hear the theme song because you know it's good. No lyrics, it's just belting out some nice, you know, metal guitar and drums, and I liked it. And it's like, what oh, throws me? Oh, great! The think, show's starting now. The song's over. <laughs> I think the thing that that kind of throws me off, and I, and and I figure, 
like I don't know I don't know the thought process behind this, but I kind of felt like the perfect music for this would have been baby metal. You ever heard of baby metal? I have, and God, thank goodness it wasn't. <laughs> Let's never right. let's never use the words perfect and baby metal in the same sentence again as long as we uh live, shall we? <laughs> I I mean, you gotta admit though, like you think of this show and you think of baby metal and you're like, wow, they're really the same thing <laughs> to an extent. I don't know which would be worse. I, here's the thing, Josh. I enjoy baby metal, but for the uh, the entire aspect of what it is, and not necessarily the music. Okay, I can um, I can I can appreciate that. Like I laugh at it, I man. Like it's it's just comedy to me. It's, it's just, absurd. It's, just it's absurd. I agree. That's yeah. Well, you know me. I enjoy absurd shit in general. It depends on the absurd shit for me to enjoy it or not. But some things are just. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what else can we talk about with this show? Like, I think the side characters are a lot of fun. I enjoyed. Oh, that was a moment that actually made me laugh was. Uh, um, I don't remember if it was the if it was Retsuko or the um, the the hyena character had made a joke, but their friend, the Fennec Fox, she just goes, ha, 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 ha. And for some reason, that made me laugh. Like, that sarcastic laughter I thought was genuinely funny. Well, because deadpan sarcastic laughter in a situation usually is funny. Um, True. So, yeah. But the side characters for me, like, you know, her office workers, you know, those two, the Fennec Fox and the Hyena, they were probably the most, the characters that annoyed me the least. You know, they were. I think they they were trying to be so. They they just tended to be like normal everyday people that you would work with, and you know here he is this awkward shy guy who really really likes her, and you know she is contemplating, oh wow, what if I were to marry to escape this job, because that's an idea that's implanted in her head, uh, and she says to him, well. If we were to get married hypothetically, would you want me to still work or would you want me to quit my job and stay at home? And he says to her, well, I think I would probably like you to stay work that stay in in the workplace because then on days one of us is feeling down and needs that extra motivation to go to work, we could be there for each other. And at this point, she's already walked the fuck away, and she's like, well, nope, nope, not my meal ticket. And, you know, it's kind of sad for him, you know, because he's just like, oh, wow, she's really going here. This might be a thing one day. And he's pining for her, and it's a sad thing, because, you know, I've seen friends pine for someone and never say anything for years, and that's pretty much what this guy's done, and it's kind of a sad thing to see after some point, you're just like, okay, I don't care anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think uh, a lot of, like, um, situations like that usually end up not the way the show did. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
This this show is is technically it's meant it's meant to be a comedy, so everything's gonna end end on a happy note, which it does. Um, Pretty much. And uh, usually situations like that, like they don't they don't end happy. So uh, I don't think I'd want this show to end on a sour note, though. That'd be super weird for the style of show that it is. Like, could you imagine at the end just like uh, an Infinity War style ending? <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem with it. <laughs> I also wouldn't have a problem if this had a Happy Tree Friends kind of ending and we're just like, she's taking the train home and then she gets off and, you know, maybe another train coming in derails and careens into the platform killing everybody. I wouldn't have a problem with that either. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, Josh. I'm <laughs> oh, you're just like, ah, everyone, everyone dies. I don't care. That's fine. Um, by the way, we just spoiled Infinity War for anyone who hadn't seen it. But if you're also listening to podcasts, then you also know that that's a thing. That we spoil things? Anyway. Yeah, um, and this this is posting on May the 11th. Infinity's, Infinity War's been out for a couple of weeks now. I mean, come yeah. on. You're grown yeah. people. You're grown people. And it's kind of <laughs> hard to spoil the plot point of a movie based on a comic book that's, you know, 28 years old? Something like that. So. I, uh... I there was a, there was a I don't, before I don't, we get to the I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> We're not talking about Infinity War, Josh, even though you want to talk about that. Um What was I gonna say? God damn it. Oh, the moment in the show where she was talking to a friend, I think it was early on in the show, who was like, I'm gonna open up a shop and I want you to like run it. And then it turned like that falls through really hard. Mm-hmm. I have been there in real life. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. And almost so in I, a very similar situation, like, yeah, I'll get you to do this for me. I was like, okay, well, what's it going to pay? Well, nothing at first. You know, it'll be a couple of years before we get into the black. You know, we're just going to have to pay dues. I'm like, how am I supposed to pay my bills? And they're like, move back in with your family. I'm like, you know what? Uh, no. Absolutely not an option. <laughs> I've actually legitimately had that happen to me before. So, that was pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was the only other thing I wanted to discuss. We should get to the grade, Josh. Um, okay. So, so, who should go first on this one? Actually, I'm going to go first. Go ahead. And then you can go first on Cobra Kai. Right. Um, I'm I I enjoy the show a lot. I, I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. Um, I, I liked, I liked the sitcom storyline. I thought it was fun and at the same, but at the same time, not like overbearing, like most sitcoms are. I liked how, um, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the plot development was based entirely on characters just kind of screwing over Retsuko and her kind of overcoming that in a sense. Um, so I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I I enjoyed the style, like the the kind of fun, uh, cutesy animation and style. Um, I don't hate Sanrio's characters, but like, I'd probably buy a shirt of Retsuko going heavy metal or death metal, like 
honestly. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed how she looked in that fashion. So, yeah, I, I, I recommend it if that's something, if that sounds like something you're into, an Adult Swim style show that has Sanrio characters, definitely check it out. And it's super short, too. It's like, it's like I think 10 episodes at 12 minutes a piece. Yeah. So they're like, they're really, really short, digestible yeah. episodes. Yeah. Ex- excluding the in- the title theme song and the end credits, you're looking at 12, 13 minutes max, 10 episodes. So you can knock it out in two hours. Uh, yeah. Uh, ahead, Josh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a C minus. I knew you were going to give it a C minus. I kept saying that. I was like, I feel like he's going to give it a C minus. Well, it's not terrible. It's not for me. It's an average sitcom plot. You know, it's watchable. The my the minus comes because I just cannot stand the cutesy uh Sanrio animation. Nothing against Sanrio, and I know a lot of people like that. If you like Hello Kitty, you'll probably like this. Um not for me though. I mean, you gotta admit, Hello Kitty is also like extremely popular still. It is, it is. I mean, one of my one of my best friends, she is absolutely enamored and loves Hello Kitty. Um, in fact, she said if we were to ever to cover the toys that made us, uh, part two that has the Hello Kitty, she wouldn't mind joining us on that episode. So, more about that yeah. later. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, it's it's average, average storyline. It's nothing terrible, but it's nothing to write home about either. You know, a lot of the things that uh, Retsko has to overcome is a lot of it's due to unwarranted and unsolicited advice from coworkers and friends that put her in situations. Whereas, had they not said anything and she not tried out what they said, everything would have been just fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's okay. It's not hateful. But it's definitely not for me. <laughs> it's not my thing. C-. minus. Alright guys, there you go. That's two different opinions on the same show, which is not super common on this podcast, because Josh and I see it eye to eye, but not all the time. Anyway. Definitely um, on this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, we want to let you know again that we do have a Patreon running. Um, the Patreon is a super fun little thing that we have on the side, uh, hopefully to a finance parts of this podcast, but also uh, have little rewards for you as well. Josh, can you run down some of those rewards that are on our Patreon? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Be happy to. One of the things is um, by contributing to us as patrons, you would receive an exclusive patron only show per month um you could help us to choose what that show would be about for instance if there is something we've not done a show about that you want a show about we would do a show about within reason of course uh potentially i mean we're not going to watch like every episode of of um like five seasons of a show but if you want us to watch the first season or maybe the first two and review it that's totally plausible yeah yeah uh I was going to say, you know, we're not going to watch porn or anything, but okay. Well, I don't, I don't want, like, <laughs> I've had people ask me, like, have you watched this show? And it's like a four-season show that I haven't watched any of. And I was just like, exactly. yeah, but I don't think we'll ever, yeah. Exactly. We would have to do a lot of catch-up time. And that's hard to do uh, 
but we could definitely bang yeah. out an exclusive show a month easily. Uh, but yeah, uh, potentially exclusive uh, video content, you know, for things we do, uh, like brief blurbs, uh, video, short video reviews, you know, maybe five minutes or 10 minutes long about what we as individuals think about a particular thing that maybe wouldn't be covered. Uh, one of the things that we would like to do is like uh, in Discord here, you can do voice calls or there's also Google Hangouts to where you can have up to eight people or 10 people on a call. Uh, just do like a Google Hangout sessions with uh, with patrons. Just kick back, relax, and talk about just anything and everything under the sun. Uh, I, uh, one, t one thing I would like to do, uh, we want to do once a month is like an MST 3K style show where we sit and we just find something just really cheesy that's an exclusive show to Netflix or YouTube Red or Amazon Prime. You know, Laser Team 2 comes to mind when it comes to... <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just saying. Stow, stow the attitude. Uh, no. Actually, what I was thinking was uh, there's some local uh, B-like movies that uh, my friends and family have been in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so that would be fun. Yeah, but just... I'd have to get permission. I'd want to get permission from them first, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, something we basically just link, sync up audio-wise... And we do like a running, joking commentary track on. Have you ever seen how uh, how Rift Tracks does it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They yeah the little timer at the beginning, like mm -hmm. start your movie now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I, I really like to be honest. I really want to do those things, but we aren't going to until we have a Patreon. Yeah, or we've patrons. We've got. We need patrons to do these things. Um. I mean, we could always do some and have them in the can, but you know, we need patrons. Well, they're supposed to, you know, they're 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 little treats. They're treats for our fans. Yeah, and we have a few of because you know we they have hit us up wanting t-shirts, and also keep that in mind. We've got t-shirts, guys. We're taking pre-orders for. Just need a couple more to get that pre-order in uh, to fund our full run order. $30 ship sizes up to 5X of 100% Gildan cotton. Lightweight. It's soft against the body. And it has our goofy mugs in tune form staring up at the logo right on front. So I think and it's also, cool. like, if And you're, also, if you're ever, like, I don't know, playing a video game with it on, it actually, like, helps you be better at the game. Yeah, so. it does. It has mystical powers that allows you to... It heightens your reflexes, similar to uh, Spider-Man uh, or Daredevil. You're able to anticipate things. It's it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I saw a world record speed run with a guy who was wearing a mock-up of it, so not even the official uh all queued up t-shirt right, right. it was a mock-up of the all queued up t-shirt and this guy got a world record speed run i hear yeah, i so. hear you know billy mitchell billy mitchell the reason why uh, he has lost the, the world record for donkey kong is because he wasn't wearing an all queued up t-shirt that's just what i hear it's probably true right, fair enough. it's probably true <laughs> that and he's Billy Mitchell. I mean, come on. Ugh. 
Anyway, we're going to move on to the next show. <laughs> um, so, guys, the next show we're going to talk about is Cobra Kai, which you can find on YouTube Red. Um, if you don't have YouTube Red, uh, the first two episodes are free, I believe. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, here we go. And if you've never, uh, Josh, if you've never tried out YouTube Red, you can try out a free 30-day trial of YouTube oh, Red. That's true, too. Uh, if you've not tried it before, and that would be totally worth checking out just to watch this show, I think. But yeah, synopsis for Cobra Kai? I don't agree. Uh, well, um, yeah, we'll get into that. Cobra Kai, uh, if you've ever seen the Karate yeah, Kid get- franchise, uh, you know, it stems from the Karate Kid franchise. You've got the Karate Kid from 1984, Karate Kid 2 from 86, and Karate Kid 3 from whenever that was. Because, let's be fair, Karate Kid 3 wasn't as good as 1 or 2. But, Cobra Kai is a continuation of the original Karate Kid film. Uh, It takes place 34 years after the events of the original film. And it follows uh, our hero, Johnny Lawrence. Uh, He seeks redemption. Uh, He's down and out. He's had a rough go of things. Uh... He's he's basically he's working as a handyman, living in a small apartment in Reseda, which is uh, compared to his upbringing where he lived. It's it's a big step back. So he's had a rough go of things since the original Karate Kid movie, whereas Daniel LaRusso. He's had a pretty uh, successful life since those original movies. Owns his own car dealership, uh, multiple car dealerships. He's really successful. You know, he's got a family, wife, two kids. Whereas Johnny, you know, he's got a broken life. But yeah, I thought it was uh, basically they're addressing their past demons and present frustrations the only way they know how. Through karate. Yeah, um, and, uh, as fun as that sounds, because I'll admit, I went into the show with, uh, not high expectations, but definitely expectations of being entertained. Um, I was mostly bored. Really? Um, oh yeah. I, I, one of the biggest problems I have with the show, Josh, is that, and and this is mainly in the first two episodes, I did not like either of the main characters. Danny or Johnny did not care. They were, they were boring. They were not in any way, shape or form, the kind of characters that I think should be protagonists. Um, and, uh, like Johnny would say things and do things that I was just like, wow, you're just an asshole. And then Danny would do things that I would sit there and be like, wow, you're just being a dick. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I couldn't figure out why they decided to write these characters like that. Um, and it didn't change throughout the show. Like, I was like, oh, Johnny's growing as a character. And then all of a sudden he would say something like episode nine. Then I'm like, wow, that was fucking really, that was asshole-ish. And I just couldn't get into that. Um, and then, like, Danny would do things constantly that I was like, how old are you? 25? Because I feel like a 25-year-old would do this out of spite. Yeah. that That's the thing. You know, one of the running jokes about the Karate Kid was that Johnny Lawrence was the tragic hero and Daniel LaRusso was the antagonist. 
Because if you take Mr. Miyagi out of the equation and the relationship that he had with Daniel, Daniel was a jerk. He was a hot-headed asshole that provoked Johnny and his friends. Um, you know, Johnny by no means was perfect. He, he, he was not perfect by any means is what I'm trying to say. He didn't have, and as you see as a result in this series, he didn't have a positive male father figure role model in his life at all. His mother was kind of absentee, you know, so he was left to his own devices, more or less. You know, his stepfather had money. He didn't have, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he didn't have anybody to teach him how to be a good person in a public setting. But I don't feel he was a bad person, per se. I... There's a thing about character growth where it's one of two options in shows, especially like this, where the character growth is non-existent, even though they keep trying to say that the character growth is there. Mm -hmm. Or it's a situation where um, the character growth is like somebody says, don't do that. And then they don't do that. That's the character growth. There are a few shows that go to the extent of like character growth being um, existent, but not super strong existent. Mm-hmm. A, a perfect example of that is the show Steven Universe. If you ever watched that cartoon, the character growth is like, they're getting it, but they're still not quite there, so they're still going to make the mistake of saying or doing something that is not good for them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you can kind of see that they want to make that choice, but they're still too scared or they're not, or they're not ready, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's perfect character. That, that's really intelligent character growth. This show, it didn't, it, it felt like a sitcom character growth where, um, you know, Archie Bunker learns that black people aren't slaves. And so he's all of a sudden like, oh, I guess I learned my lesson. And then the next episode, he's like, black people are slaves. Like, it, it's, it to me was that kind of character. I'm using an extreme example, by the way. Yeah, and, um, well, you know, also that's a 40 year old callback right there, Archie Bunker. Holy shit! But my point is, is like with sitcoms. I guess, I guess, a more mild version of that I could say like uh, Barney from uh, How I Met Your Parents would learn like maybe I shouldn't treat women like shit, and then the next episode it treats women like shit. Like, um, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh. That, but that's my point. Like that, it, it felt like that kind of growth, and I was like, "That's not fun. I don't enjoy that at all." I honestly, um, I, I honestly think that Johnny actually does, though, go through that more Steven Universe type growth that you mentioned. You got to think it's I, all. Well, here's here's what I'm trying to say. He's basically been on his own for 34 years. With you know, we can't. We obviously don't see everything that's transpired in those 34 years, but he clearly enjoys being a teacher. He enjoys being around these kids, even though he struggles with, he's got this mentality uh, because, you know, at this point, he's like 53, 51, 52 years old. You know, he's got that mentality like, okay, you can't show weakness you can't show fear you show no mercy you know he that was drilled into his head as a kid and he's tried to live his entire life by that and never been told 
any different, you know, and he's got that whole non-PC, like in this day and age, shit that he says doesn't fly. And he's never had anyone tell him, no, that's not cool. You don't say that or do that anymore. And now the, these kids are starting to tell him, uh, you know, it's not cool to say that. It's like, why? Why can't I say it? It's right there in front of my face. It's going to be on my mind. Why can't I say it? He has no tact. But you can see over time That's, through the series, he really enjoys training. He enjoys unlocking these kids' potential. He enjoys being around these kids, and he's starting to learn things about himself. I think the problem is he learns too late that his teaching methods, by using the old teaching methods, actually corrupted two of his best students. And he was seeing and showing regret. And and you're not wrong in that, but I also think that like the the issue with how the character growth, especially with Johnny, goes, is that it's overshadowed by the somewhat weird growth of Danny as well. Like that's that's one of my biggest issues with the show. Is like I'm not saying there isn't character growth. I'm just saying the character growth isn't. It's like for every step as, forward, there's a couple times where it's two steps back. Um, exactly. And, and that's, that's, that's my, like, first off, I think the show would have benefited from not having Daniel as a main character at all. Daniel, um, uh, they, you know, Daniel, he's, he's a dick and he actually admits in the show, he's like, you know, I've always been a bit of a hothead and his way of saying, you know what? I've always been an asshole. But, and, but Josh, they didn't, they didn't make him the antagonist. They made him a, a second protagonist. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. And that's, to me, that's that's a major problem. To me, that's a there's, major... There's really no clear-cut antagonist, per se. Um, no, there's not. I mean, the antagonist, you could argue, is like how apparently Johnny and Danny did not grow up. Um, they grew up, like, because time, but their attitudes, like... That was another thing that, that I think drove me nuts about the show, dude, is like... You talk to people who are 30 years older, and you talk to them about 30 years ago, and they have the memories of them, and they look at them fondly, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, they aren't driven by those. Like, you, really, humans don't do that. Yeah. Now, and, and here's where here's where my issue comes with that. The show tried really, really hard to make it look like this could be a realistic setting, but it was so far removed from reality that I was like, this... It's it feels like it's juxtaposition of its against itself, and that I had a huge issue with that too. I understand. I see where you're coming from. That, um, of course, me. I'm viewing it purely as, you know, a sequel um, to something that's already been established. That, you know, in 1984, when I was eight years old, was easy for me to swallow. Of course, viewing it raw today, it's just like, really? How much of that's going to revolve around this? I see how you're saying, you know, after 34, 35 years, and they're still letting certain aspects control their entire being and reality. I get that. But it's still, to me, a really fun show. And that was, okay, well, now we'll get into the comedy. Because I don't, I think I laughed maybe twice the entire show. One of the biggest jokes to me was, um, or one of the funniest moments was when the grandmother was telling the mom to calm down, and then she was like, how are you so calm? She's and like, she's I like, smoked a joint. Because I smoked weed. Yeah. 
God, that was funny. That was genuinely fucking funny. Everything else, like, I was just like, why is this comedy? I don't, I, I, I don't consider it a comedy. I consider it a dramatic series with comedic elements here and there. Uh, I don't know why they labeled it as a comedy. I think that was a mistake because I don't see it as a comedy. Oh, the, the, the trailer was absolutely like, come check out the new comedy based off of Karate Kid. I, which I, was I like, think that's a mistake to label it as a comedy on their part. I don't think they should have done that because it's absolutely not a comedy. It's a dramatic I, I series. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> it's a dramatic series with some funny elements here and there. Uh, there's uses of levity and humor. Uh, to ease the tension, but it's absolutely not a comedy. And then objectively, when you're watching it from that perspective, I think that's fine. I think if 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 you're watching it from the and, and we're going to warn you right now, don't look at this as a comedy. Mm-mm. Look at it as a, as as a dramatic series. It's a continuation uh, of like, the original movie trilogy. That's basically what it is, and more specifically, a right. direct continuation of the first movie and the first five minutes of the second movie. I'll I'll tell you what I would have preferred to see, Josh, instead of what was there presented, is um, a uh, a silly story that's in the style of of uh, um, dodgeball, like a movie, just a singular two-hour movie about Johnny, but in a world. In a world that exists where dodge or not dodgeball, Jesus Christ, karate and karate tournaments are huge, like they're the biggest goddamn are thing. Are they on the Ocho? Jo- are they broadcast on Pretty the much. Ocho too? <laughs> that's that's the idea. That's the idea that I have behind this. And like, and Johnny is is he's he's down on his luck. He he re- he retired shortly after the situation that we saw in the original movie. And this movie takes place like in the late nineties. No, but the style is still eighties. No, the because movie, nobody moved the movie past takes it. place like present day now. As in, it's twenty eight. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, oh, I'm saying you're for saying and for your idea. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, because I like I like the idea of like. Like, the movie starts, it's, like, 1998, but then it's, like, it looks like the 80s. Like, that would be hilarious to me. And, uh, because the absurdity of it. I feel like that's what this show, what what it should have been, was just the over-the-top absurdity. Would have been great. Um, but unfortunately, they, they took a very serious route, in my opinion. Um, I just had a really hard time, like, liking any of the characters. I think the character that I probably liked the most was Danny's wife. <laughs> she was sensible. All the characters. She was sensible and rational. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, why in the hell are you and your childhood karate rival out here about to kick each other into the pool? I got better things to do and I don't want to clean up blood off my patio. So let's yeah, let's yeah. Uh, like, let's come inside and have some breakfast. And Daniel looks at Johnny also, he's gonna- like, you want to? He's like, I could eat. <laughs> that was funny as shit to me. Um no, that was yeah, that was that was. I'll, I'll I'll give it that. That was intended to be levity. I didn't I didn't laugh at it. My like I said, the only there was only two times I actually laughed, and I want to say, um, it was the joint joke and something earlier in the show that actually made me go, huh, like that. And that was about as far as I went. Everything else, it was either like a, oh, that was nice. Like that was about as far as like I. I honestly win. Okay. Here, but again, that, but I'm not. That's not. That's not a critique on the show. Okay. That's more of a. That's what kind of show it is. Here's my question. 
How long ago, how many times in your life have you ever seen the original Karate Kid movie? Probably twice. When was the once, when like, was the last time? On VHS and once God, I don't know. Okay. When I was maybe like before I was twenty. So you've not seen it this millennium. So it's not fresh. I have not. So it's not fresh in your mind for one. I think no, but I, I think I, you know to truly I, enjoy this show, you have to be a fan of the original movie. I I call absolute bullshit on that. Mm, okay. Uh, I I I here's here's why here's why I don't believe that if you make a show that's thirty years removed from the original con- content, that it should require nostalgia or a viewing of the original content. It should stand alone on its own. You know, honestly, and, and I think, arguably the show. I does. was going to say, you know, I think the show actually does because anything that it refers back to, it actually pulls the footage from the movies to give you a point of reference. Right, right. I that was going to say, like, I I absolutely agree with that. It 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 one hundred percent goes like, oh, do you not remember this particular scene of Danny and Johnny on the beach? Well, here you go. Here's actual footage of I it. I think what I'm um, what I'm trying to say though is I think you have to be a fan of the original. I think you really need to be a fan of the source material to truly really enjoy the show. I mean, as a show itself is standalone, it gives you everything that you need. But if you're not really that big of a cruddy kid fan, you're probably not going to dig this show because a lot of the similar a lot of the similarities or it's paying homage to the original uh, you know what i mean yeah I, I know exactly what you're talking about and i and, and my argument is that that is not a good thing i'm not saying that it's, is, it's not a bad thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing you are uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know if i'm saying necessarily that it's a bad thing uh but like let me give you an example halo 5 never played it the game sucks I just hear me out. <laughs> the game sucks because it requires so much additional content. No joke. To really understand the story and get into the story of Halo 5, you have to have read a book. Sorry, you have to have read three books. You had to have read, you have to have watched a, a, a small mini series that was like on the exclusive Xbox 360 Halo app. Um, and then there was like, uh, oh, and then in the, uh, in Halo 4, they had like an extra multiplayer game mode, and you had to finish all of the episodes of that that came out two weeks apart from one another. So, there was a ton of extra content you had to absorb to know what was actually happening in Halo 5. And that made Halo 5 suck for a lot of people. Well, it sounds terrible. But this series I- does not do that. It doesn't require... I agree. That's why I'm saying when you, when you, but when you say like you had to have, I I feel like you had to have enjoyed or like the original content to like this. That's not, that's not a good thing, man. Like that's not something I think is. You're comparing apples and oranges though. What I'm saying is I think you would. No, no, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing. I'm I'm using an example of Halo 5. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is I think, honestly, I think if you enjoyed the original content, you would enjoy this show. But if you weren't so much a fan of the original content, I don't think this show would be for you, is what I'm saying. That's that's, that's all I'm saying. Um, and, and, and what I'm saying is I, I agree with you. 
I wholeheartedly agree with you, Josh. I but I but I'm saying that that's not a good thing. I'm saying I'm saying that like I agree that in order to enjoy this show, you have to be a fan of the original content. But on the flip side of that, why? Why make a show that's 30 years removed from the original content where the being a fan of the original content from the 80s is is needed? Why couldn't they have just made the show in a sense that new new people to the Karate Kid franchise could just dive right in and not have seen anything? If my nephews watch this show, are they going to enjoy it? I don't know. Maybe you should have them watch it and see what they think. <laughs> because honestly, you know, I think this show is something that even without... I'm just saying it helps to be a fan of the original content. I mean, if you like the original content, you'd absolutely like this, is my argument. What what I mean, though, is I think you don't have to have seen it, but I think everything is there for to make it an enjoyable show. Now, you, do, you do understand what I, I'm saying. I get though, what right? you're you saying. Get, you get, yeah, I get completely yeah. what you were saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, I think it works as both a standalone but if you're a fan of the original, you're going to enjoy this, too. Uh, even though it is a sequel, I do feel it works as a standalone. Misty, you know, for an example, she uh, she was never... She's seen the original movie, and she's been around me watching it at least once or twice in the past 13 years. Uh, not a lot, but, you know, I showed her the trailer, and she's like, you know, I could take it or leave it. And I was like... I'm totally excited for that. You know, and I sat down and I watched it and I was like, I really enjoy this. And I was like, here, I want you to watch the first couple of episodes, see what you think. She watched the whole thing. And she's like, you know what? That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And she's like, I did not dislike it. I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, I just think what hurts it is they shouldn't have branded it as a comedy. Uh, that That is a big mistake on their part. It should never have been branded by them as a comedy series, because it's absolutely not. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think uh, one of the... Um, One of the big things that I, I I do agree that hurts the show is uh, not only not only the comedy aspect, not only that it was labeled as a comedy, but also that um, how do I say this? Because I'm trying to try the, what what I'm trying to say is is how the show works in its own right, like why. Why do why does it try to present comedy in a way that doesn't feel right? It like there are moments where they try to have Johnny be funny when it comes to interacting with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you and you watch it or like Danny interacting with somebody else and you watch it and you're like I know this is meant to be funny but it's not. It just makes me dislike this character. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, you know, as we've said before, Comedy is subjective, um, but that's the thing. I've always, you know, for years, have said Daniel is a douchebag. 
Johnny, he's a douchebag. These are two grown douchebags who never grew up that can't let go of their past. Uh, and they're finally starting to see certain things, I think. Uh, but, you know, I mean. Nah, that's just, that's just straight up not for me. I, I, if that's, if that's what the show is trying to be, it, it, it succeeded in that and I don't like it. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I, um, I loved every minute. Well, we got. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably give our rating. So, Josh, I'll let you go first. I'm going to give it an A. Uh, uh, absolutely loved it. I think it was a great representation or a great continuation of the characters from the original movies. Uh, and, you know, their updated lives. I think there was solid character growth in Johnny specifically. Uh, however, you know, I think it it leaves itself open for a second season. Um, because a major character who you were led to believe is dead returns at the end of the, the absolute end of the 10th episode. Uh, this character had terrible, terrible influence over Johnny through his formative years. Uh, and Johnny has just realized that, Jesus, my methods aren't the best methods I need a, you, there's this point in this series where you see Daniel and Johnny actually spend an entire episode together and they are bonding and actually seeing past their old biases against each other and just like I want to see these two become friends after all these years. I want to see these two open up a school together and blend their training styles, take the best from each, merge it into one. That's how I would love to ultimately see this series end. And they left it open, you know, for a second season. We may see that. We may not. Who knows? But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun ride. Nostalgia aside, I thought it was solidly done. Just don't go in viewing it as it's intended to be a comedy because it's not. It's a dramatic series with comedic elements here and there. I give it an A. Okay. Um, I give it uh, straight up C minus. Okay. Um. It had the groundwork for a really solid idea for a show, uh, but I feel like if the characters were more likable, had actually grown with their environment, maybe Johnny comes back to that city because he has to do something there, and he just falls back into the whole karate world while you know Danny has grown up and and he has a whole dojo or a series of dojos. Like it would have been so much better. I think a singular protagonist of of Johnny being the protagonist and Danny being the antagonist would have been really really cool. Like maybe Danny's lost his way with uh, what um, uh, Mr. Miyagi taught him. Um, stuff like that would have made it a lot more interesting. I feel, uh, but with with two protagonists that were very unlikable. Um, and, uh, both of the actors, um, they, they really haven't upped their acting game since the eighties. I feel like a lot of the times they phoned in a scene like, like straight up Johnny can't act angry. <laughs> he just can't. Um, he, he's really, he's, he's, he's actually really good when he's calm mm -hmm. 
or interacting with one other character, but when he's doing, like, big stuff where he has to be loud, it just, he's, I'm a piece of cardboard, suddenly, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I, th- uh, I don't know who told Ralph Macho he could act, but he well, can't. Oh, God, no, he never has been able to. I think, I yeah, think, that, though, I think that, the whole Johnny in a larger setting, just to interject, is part of his social awkwardness coming into play where he stiffens up. Because he, I mean, I would, I would argue. Here's why I'm going to argue that, Josh. In the '80s, in Karate Kid, that makes perfect sense. He needs to be that awkward kid who gets the the confidence from doing karate to beat Johnny or beat anybody else who's bullying him. But as of now, in modern times, as a car sales successful, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Johnny, not Daniel. You're talking about how when he's calm and he's when he's interacting one on one, he's fine. But when he's you know like interacting with a group of people, he gets all stiff. I think he's purposely. Oh, you think that's I the- think he's purposely acting that way because of his social awkwardness around others. Johnny's never been very comfortable in a large group. Is what I'm saying. It's just a small, intimate group. He's good. That's what I'm saying. Well, then that that that's a complete counterproductive character development on on how he is because his confidence is through the roof with when with other situations Mm -hmm. but then like other times it's not and it just doesn't it doesn't work in my mind like it it kind of fell apart like again i think there are aspects of the i think this would have worked a lot better the story that they gave worked a lot better um as a movie where johnny is the protagonist period like, don't you don't have to make Danny the fucking antagonist. Just as Johnny, like, take the story of Johnny in this, do one whole movie, I guarantee you I would have enjoyed it better. But unfortunately, it was ten episodes that I felt dragged the hell out, went to a character that I could give no shits about, that being Danny. And, um, yeah, the show just, in a sense, fell apart, and I had very little enjoyment of it, so... Um, and that's not true. I didn't find little enjoyment. There was things I enjoyed. I'll say this much. The kids. The kids were great. The kids were fantastic. They were all I actually great. really enjoyed. I think that's why I'm giving it a C minus, why it doesn't get a D in my because mind. There because wasn't, of there those wasn't kids. as much focus on the kids as there was Daniel and Johnny. Why did we talk about the kids, Josh? Um, we, we, you wouldn't we let me. Concentrated on- you wouldn't let me. You said, don't talk about these bastards. <laughs> uh, he true. did. He said, "Listen, before we start this conversation, don't bring up these incredible bastards." Nah, the kids were great though. Uh, especially, you know, the kid that played Robbie, Johnny's estranged son. He was great. Um, oh, though I will say this though, I felt like he had the perfect hairstyle and face to be a '90s like star. Oh my god! Like, you would have seen him on Teen Magazine. He, he would have. Uh, like, people 95. would have been like Jonathan Taylor, who. Because, (laughs) I'm sorry, that kid is too goddamn pretty for his own good. Uh, Also, uh, uh, I should say this, one of the, speaking of the kids, one of the big things that really irritated me about Johnny is that he's not, he's not that old where he wouldn't know what the fucking internet is. I don't know, man. Um, He, 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 he's removed from a lot of things i mean you look at his daily life he goes to work as a handyman 
He hates his life. He hates his job. You know, he goes home and he watches old shit on TV like Iron Eagle and drinks Coors Banquet. That's his day. You know, he doesn't do anything else. I mean, I don't know. I've I've known a few people who don't know jack shit about the internet. That or his age. You know, so... <laughs> I mean, that's... That's impressive. Well, I guess the other aspect to why that was so weird for me was the whole... Um, him living in that city and uh <laughs> like the job he had and I, like i was just like it was so it just felt so off it felt so weird like when i heard the line of like like uh what's a website i was like oh he didn't say what's oh, a oh man he didn't say what's a website he said what's facebook cuz was it facebook yeah, directly he said okay. what's well, facebook what, uh, regardless because, you know, he's he's not an avid internet user and you know okay, dude, when I told when we first started this show, you know, I told my mom and my stepdad, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna be on a podcast. My mom's like the hell's a podcast. So come on. <laughs> Cut the man some okay. slack. <laughs> Arguably he they they don't live in a massive city. Yeah. Uh, and my uh, stepdad knows what a podcast is. My stepdad listens to podcasts. My mom didn't. My mom lives in the same house. Well, whenever I write a review, a video game review for the for Mission Star Podcast uh, website, my dad just continues to calls it a blog. <laughs> like he can't get that that phrasing out of his head. I get not being totally knowledgeable, yeah. and I get Johnny not knowing how to build a website. I totally get that because shit, I don't. But. For him to completely be like that inept was bizarre as hell to me. Well, there are so people that's, that's, that are that inept, even in larger areas. I'm just saying. But for his character, it doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. I don't care that I don't care that other characters are or other people in real life are like that. Uh, like their their life path would have to have led to that. How, how does it for John? How does it not life, make sense for his character to not have that knowledge? Just because of his setting. Because of, 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 of his job, because of, of the houses he goes into. Okay. Because of the people he interacts okay. with. He's a handyman. You know, he's he's going to these people's homes and doing jobs. He's not going to their house and getting on their computers. You know, do you think people are going to let him on their computer? That one lady got mad because he took a shit in her powder room. <laughs> yeah, but how, how would... Let me ask you this, Josh. If he's... Working as a handyman, uh -huh. wouldn't it stand a reason that somebody would be pissed off at him at another situation and be like, what's your guys' Facebook page so I can give you a bad rating? You know, who knows? You know, he the, the way it was implied is that he shows up and does jobs and leaves. You know, he worked for another guy. I don't know. But here's for, the thing. For how many years? I don't know. But I'm just it's saying. That's that's. That's not great writing. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, man. It's, it's just because he doesn't know what the it's, internet it's is, not. you know how it works, what websites are, doesn't make it unbelievable. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think you're wrong. <laughs> it's not. This podcast isn't about being right and wrong, Josh. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> There are people out there that don't know how things work. I'm not saying that there aren't, Josh. I'm saying that it doesn't make sense for Johnny's character to be it makes that. Makes total way. sense. 
It, it, they show in the sh- they they also show in the in like a lot of stuff in the show that shows that it takes place now. Yeah. I'm just It doesn't make sense. It does make it sense. Make sense. It, no, it does. does. You no, just want to hate it. You just want to no, hate I, it and Josh, I just want to love it. <laughs> Josh, I I don't want to hate a show. And I, again, I don't hate it. Like, there are aspects that I enjoyed of the show. Like, I, I watched the whole thing in, like, two days. And, um, uh, I, I, I liked, like, I liked the kids. Yeah, they Their were Their character good. arcs were a hell of a lot more interesting and believable than anything Danny and Johnny were doing. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but, yeah, man, so, I'm just saying it's not an unbelievable thing that he doesn't understand the internet and how it works and all that. That's all my point. And oh Jesus, I'm knocking things over. Good job. All right, guys. Josh and I are done arguing. Dad, 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 and dad are done arguing. Let's um, see here. Here's another point. Um, Johnny doesn't run his own business. He works for people. You know, he's just—he's one of these old school guys that walks in and fills out a paper application and expects a phone call. You know, he's not one of these people that apply everywhere online for things. You know, he doesn't know. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done beating that dead horse. <laughs> it still doesn't make sense. It man. makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> I look at the situation and I look at the world today and how you have to do things. Like when you apply for a fucking like loan to pull out a or what well, I mean that's just shit. Let's say he doesn't have a loan and he just uses his dad his stepdad's money and he opens up that that business. Like he has to. He has to like. How did he find the 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 lawyer and 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 ugh, just so much, man? Like, there's so many like little things here and there that I was like, well, you know, I was he's like, the how, kind how of guy did... that walked into the bank and or walked up. Walked I know, up. I get that. Yeah, Josh, okay, Josh, okay, Josh, okay, Josh, okay. I get that. I get okay. that. I understand. I understand that he does things old school. Yeah, but but are how how can you tell me? That doing things old school completely eliminates the knowledge of Facebook in today's day and age. I mean, I'm sure there's websites it's, out there that I've never heard of, dude. It's and a I'm on the internet Facebook. every day. I'm just saying. Even if he, even if he watches, I mean, he watches TV. He has to occasionally watch the local news and go, "Oh, Facebook is taking people's information. Let me look up what Facebook is. Let me ask a youth." It's there's just too many situations where I was like, it's really hard to believe he didn't hear about Facebook at least once. Uh, I still say. And they threw that, and they threw that, they threw that, uh, the line of what's Facebook as a joke when what the line should have been is how does Facebook help? It's what the line should have been. Because for somebody his age to not know you could utilize Facebook in that fashion. Makes perfect sense. But not knowing what Facebook is is what I'm like, nah, nah. I mean, I don't know what Facebook is. I can relate. All right. Anyway, <laughs> look, we've gone, gone on way too long about this topic. We need to move What's on. What's Facebook? All right. Anyway. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. We're going we're gonna to stop there. Um, C minus from me, A from Josh. Yep. Uh, clearly, clearly the show, the show has 
I, I there's, don't know. It's, there's it's a hard, lot like, of good to when the Josh show. And I, when Josh and I disagree on a show, it's hard to kind of nail down, like, whether you should watch it or not. <laughs> I mean, I think you should go but, to whatever this mythical Facebook website is and look at our discussion group and see what others think about it. But I think it was good. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'm just um, happy to be alive, anyway, man. Guys, I got over that case of the Southern Appalachian Hiv. I was going to say, you sound I a lot better. I feel a lot better. You know, apparently all it took was a couple of doses daily of let it run its course and, you know, get over it. So, it happened. Do you, is that like, is that like a vapor rub sort of uh, thing? Well, you know, you can, you can rub things, I guess. Uh, no, no <laughs> there was, there was no Vicks or Campophonique or anything like that. It's just basically a lot of hauls. And a lot of Charmin and Kleenex. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I imagine so. But that stuff um, lasted three weeks, man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you sick forever. Um, I was sick from the day after my birthday okay. until Saturday. So, yeah, three weeks. Yay. Yeah, you've been you've been sick as long as I've had knee issues. Yeah. Well, so I, you know what? Maybe your knee will get better if they prescribe you some let it run it let it run its course like I got and uh stay off it. That's that's exactly what I'm taking oh, for it. God, um, see. Maybe we should open up a medical practice. <laughs> nah, fuck this. I'm having too much maybe fun we, doing maybe this. Maybe we should end the podcast. I'm having, I think I'm that's having, a good idea, too. Why end it? I'm having too much fun doing this. Because it's gone for like an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> okay, we've had longer shows. People don't... Uh, you know what? Anyway, hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at ChubRockGeek. <laughs> you can also find uh, me on MissionStarPodcast.com. Where, uh, sorry, let me try that again. Twitch.tv slash Mission Start Podcast or Mission, Mission Start P. I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this okay. right. Twitch.tv slash Mission Start P. Okay. And what about the Twitter uh, handle that again? That is where it's Chub Rocket. Okay. Do they put an, That's my they Twitter put an at symbol in front of that to find you? They do. They do. It's at, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you can still search Chub Rock. You can find me, okay. but. Well, I'm not. If you put the at symbol, it'll go right to I'm me. I'm curious on how this whole internet thing works, man. <laughs> I have never hated an episode we've done more. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're laughing your ass off. You know you're having fun. So, what do you get? What, what, what are they going to find at Mission Start P? On twitch.tv slash mission uh, every Sunday we every Sunday we do a news discussion a video game news discussion show where Anthony and I picks like five topics we discuss them and then we do a segment at the end where I talk about overwatch uh, we have a pre-show and a post show where we just kind of bullshit basically and it's it's a good time uh, Josh shows up just about every Sunday unless he's like not paying attention um, I was almost dead because I had Southern Appalachian Hiv. Which is basically excuses, like North excuses. American cold and sinus. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the other show we do on Thursdays called uh, What's on Tap. Um, 
Anthony plays a game poorly, I make fun of him. It's kind of a let's play sort of thing, but he definitely he's the only one playing. He definitely plays poorly. Well, we figured out something about Discord, and that's if you switch games in the middle of a call to do. Um, that's what shuts your sound. Uh, screen off. capture. It messes with yep. the sound. Like so, we went from Pit People and then moved to um, Super Meat Boy, and it was just like it was extremely loud and extremely distorted. Oh wow! So, like to hear him, I would have to have blown my speakers out. So it was just it was really weird, and like for it to work again, he'd either have to completely shut down Discord, open it back up, or do the whole reset his computer thing. And I was just like, nope. Just when we do this show. One yep. game for four hours, yep. period. So, so you can um, tune in on Thursday nights and watch Anthony suck longer at one thing instead of suck equally at two. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, but Josh, uh, why don't you go ahead and throw all your little uh, things Well, out. you know, uh, you can find me on the Twitter. Is that what the kids call it these days? The Twitter? At nsubanur1976. I'm a part of... I'm going to delete this podcast. You are, you are not. I'm the <laughs> one with the files. I'm the one that uploads it. <laughs> you ever seen E.T.? I have complete power. Yeah. <laughs> and it's better than Karate Kid. Uh, Well, yeah, it is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. And for many years, it was the number two gross or three of all time. So I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at nsubanur1976. Uh, that's E-N-S-A-B-A-H-N-U-R 1976. You can find me here on every other Friday with Greg, uh, usually talking about internet shows or, you know, having some goofy argument about what's rational and not rational and believable and such like today. I'm also officially part of another podcast called Off the Runner uh, that Loads on Saturdays on my pal Primal Sabbath, uh, his YouTube channel, that's my buddy Dakota, uh, where he and I and several other guys build model kits and just BS and talk about various topics, uh, anything under the sun, really. And it's cool because, you know, the mainly we build Gundams and everything, but that also records the same day that we record this show. So every other Wednesdays are pretty busy for me, but yeah, that's uh, where you can find me. I do have a Twitch channel. It still exists. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to stream on that again, but I do know that I am going to do the final fantasy five, four job fiesta for charity event again in July. So when that comes closer, we'll talk about that more. But yeah, that's all the places you can find me, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, so go and follow us, guys. Uh, we we love hearing from you. We love talking to you. So it's 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 always fun to do things that interact with you. Um, speaking of that, yeah, the- um, if you go to allcuedupodcast.com, there is a link that goes directly to our Facebook discussion mm-hmm. group. Um, if you'd like to be a, uh, a member of that, which is super easy to add you, I think, uh, what we do every week or every, ever sorry, every episode is when it goes live, we put up two different spots in which people can 
talk to us about the show that we discussed and maybe get our opinion, maybe get a different opinion. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, like uh, The Lost um, in Space, you know, how much we both loved that. And then uh, my friend uh, Sky, you know, he was just like, I want to like this show, but it wants to be realistic. And then it's not backing up the truth and it drives me nuts. And that's why I can't love it. And I'm just like, you know, fair enough. You know, so we learn different perspectives on things that we normally, and it fosters good, fun discussion. You know, if you listen to this podcast and you go, that Greg guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, and you want to let me know that, please come come to the Facebook discussion group and let me know how stupid my opinion is. Or mine, because Um, I know I've got dumb opinions and Greg has dumb opinions, but you know what? They're opinions. Let us know what your dumb opinion is. Or you're not so dumb opinion. <laughs> Either one. Let us know both. But but also yeah. all the other all the other um, yeah the, the websites are hub for everything. You know the- we've got our Instagram yeah. account that where we do uh, promotional upcoming uh, episodes. You know what's going to be on the next episode. Uh, we've got our links to all of our platforms: Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Radio Public, Spotify, and if you're going to listen to us, why don't you listen to us on Radio Public? Because on Radio Public, we're part of the Paid Listens program. That means for every thousand downloads, we get a little deposit into the All Queued Up Fund. So, you know, we would greatly appreciate that. But yeah, follow us there. That's the hub for everything. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Like I said, like we said in the middle of the show, we also have a lot of extra stuff on the website. Like um, you can just see the uh, the grade that we gave a show, or um, if there's a show in the in a past episode you want to see what we thought of, you can definitely see what episode we talked about that on. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, guys, that's also where you'll be able to contact us and let us know if there's a show that you want us to see. Yeah. They're- so you can hear our opinion on it. That's definitely where you'd want to do that. Um, our email addresses. There. Yeah, guys. Yeah, everything. Speaking yep. of shows, what are um, we watching next? Oh, next week. Yeah, thank you, Josh. I almost completely yeah, forgot. Okay. Um, I have a really good. I uh, have a really good uh, way of making you forget what you were going to say and derailing your train of thought. It's true. Um, so a friend of mine uh, named Andy. Uh, who I play video games pretty frequently oh. with. Um, he is this was, Donkey Bunker? Uh, he, this oh, is, okay. This is. Cool. I like Andy. Andy's a uh, lot of fun. He's hilarious. Yeah, he, well, he can be. Last night he was very obnoxious, but that's besides the point. Okay. Um, either he was obnoxious or I just wasn't in the mood for his obnoxiousness. I don't know what it is. Maybe but a combination whatever. of both. Uh, possibly. Um, but that being said... Uh, he was like, Hey, have you heard of this show called, uh, the new adventures of monkey? It looks really funny. And I said, I had seen it on Netflix, but I didn't know like if we should watch it. And he was like, you definitely should. It looks really good. And I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll, I'll pass it along. And he was like, you got to give me credit. And I was like, we actually do that when someone recommends a show. So don't tell me to run a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Tell him I already had it in my list and I was going to suggest it to you anyway. So he just preemptively suggested something that I already had, but you know, whatever, I guess we'll <laughs> let him have a little five seconds of glory. Okay. Andy, we'll watch it. <laughs> but what's the other one? Um, 
The other one is on Amazon Prime exclusively, and it's the uh, it's a reboot of the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. It's titled it's just titled Rocky and Bullwinkle, uh, but it's um, it's a brand new show, brand new animation style. Um, and I figured we would check it out. You know, I I I, I kind of saw it crop up, and I was like, oh, you know what? I liked that when I was a kid, and I want to kind of check out what the new version is going to be if they're going to do like a, a standardized plot or if it's going to be. Um, more in line with what, like, the original show was, which was just, like, small vignettes of comedy and things like that, so. Yeah, I'm interested in that one. So that, those, so the, the first one, by the way, just to clarify, the, um, the new, the new, the new Legend of Monkey is gonna be on Netflix, and this one is on Amazon, the, the Rock and Bullwinkle's on Amazon Prime, so. Alright, cool deal. Alright, guys, oh. uh, yeah, uh, one one old. Go what's ahead. Up? You were gonna say something like you just was, remembered one other was, thing. Yeah, I was gonna say they. Uh, there was a recent study done about what people prefer to watch their digital content on, and Netflix came up time and time again. Mm-hmm. So the question to I want to pose to our audience is: uh, Is watching? Uh, or sorry, is, is, is listening to us talk about shows on YouTube Red or uh, Amazon Prime, is that, is that something that you are enjoying? Uh, does that make a difference if you decide to watch it on that service or not? Or does it really matter? I'm just curious because, um, it is something that, I thought about that. I was like, Oh, that's, that's like, it was, it was, I sent it to Josh. It was kind of, it was kind of interesting, but, uh, and we've always known, um, Netflix is a lot more popular than the others. Yes. Yeah. We've always known that. In other words, is it worth us spending a half an episode talking about something on Amazon prime or YouTube bread to you guys? Or should we stay focused yes. solely on Netflix? I think that's what you're trying to say. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. And my brain, my brain is starting to stop because I have not eaten today. Well, that's because I woke up and then we. Yeah, yeah, and I've kept you on here forever. Uh, well, one one last thing, um, and then we'll cut out of here. Uh, Monday. I got in contact with uh, the assistant to Brian Volkweiss, the uh, creator of the Netflix show, The Toys That Made Us. Um, season one, part two drops on May the 25th. So after that releases and we watch those four new episodes, we're actually going to have him back on the show. We're going to interview him on May the 30th. Um, we're going to talk to him about those four new episodes, and we are going to uh, also see what any details he can let us know, if any, about the upcoming newly announced season that I think has 11 or 13 episodes. I'm not sure. But yeah, so we're super excited to, about that, to have him return as a guest to interview on the show. It really means a lot. Uh Something I'm really proud of was when we got him the first time, and I'm even more proud to be able to have him as a guest the second time. That'll be a bonus episode that we're going to load on June the 1st. Yeah, I was going to say that's, um, uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a numbered episode, but it definitely will be a situation where we're going to have like three episodes 
concurrently in a, in row. a row. Yeah, like yeah. Friday, Friday, Friday instead of Friday, take a week off and then next Friday. So Yeah. So it won't disrupt Look our it, it won't disrupt our dis- recording schedule in any way. But yeah, we're super pumped about that. It's just you know a lot of cool things happening here at all queued up and couldn't be more excited. Yeah, I'm I'm really stoked about stuff. So, all right, guys, we should definitely stop there and call it a day. Thank you for joining us. If you sat through this entire outro, that's a day. Congratulations, you uh, <laughs> you, you get a pat on the back. Yay! Um, but if you if you joined us for any part of this podcast, thank you so much. And uh, really excited about next week's or the next podcast episode, just because it's going to be two shows that I think, um. Well, neither Josh and I were expecting. So, uh, hopefully, one of these will be like dark for it was for us. Oh, that was a pleasant <laughs> one. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, guys. Again, uh, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>